At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Betting Across America live from Las Vegas and Denver, Colorado. Thanks for spending part of your Sunday with me. I'm Adam Candy here at the South Point Sportsbook, and James Salinas is in Denver, Colorado. We've got NBA, NHL playoffs, and baseball rolling on. James, it has felt like an endless buffet here over the last couple of months with so much playoff action to get involved with. We might have a potential closeout game today with the Suns and the Nuggets. Uh, can the Nets and the Bucks throw out something that looks a little more like NBA basketball than what we saw last time from those two teams? Uh, let's get started quickly, though, here with what you have cooking thus far today in terms of your plays. What do you have going on pregame that people can get involved with? few baseball games that are going to first pitch going to come up here real soon. Uh, so quickly, the Giants is laying a dollar five on the road against the Nationals here. Really, this is going to be a play somewhat against the bullpen of the Nationals, knowing that Scherzer only pitched, he only got one out, so basically nine innings on Friday that the Nationals had to pitch because of his, Scherzer had to go out with the groin injury. Then you factor in a doubleheader yesterday for the Nationals. The last two days, 15 innings pitched by that bullpen, and now you're going to put Joe Ross out there, who's always good to give up a few runs, and I think he's going to have to eat some innings for this Nationals team because of where the state of the bullpen is for the last two days. So he's going to have to work out some of these jams, so I'm going to go with the Giants there laying a dollar 
$1.5. As well as I'm going to go with the Marlins here. Love Pablo Lopez. He's been very successful for me as far as uh, backing him this, so far this season. And in particular at home, Adam, 1.21 ERA for Pablo Lopez at home. So not only do I like the matchup for Lopez on the mound, this is going to be a fade against Drew Smiley. Uh, typically, this is one that looking at matchups, I, you, I, I can't think of the last time I backed Smiley in the game, Adam. So I'm going to go here. I did lay the dollar thirty uh, going against Smiley with Lopez on the mound for the Marlins, who will be going for the sweep today against the Braves. That's some early baseball from James. Uh, my plays go more along the lines of the NBA and NHL. Uh, again, you don't get very far in the long run betting favorites on the road. However, I think what we've seen through three games between the Suns and the Nuggets is that there is a clear gap and maybe a gap and a half in talent here between these two teams minus Jamal Murray on the Nuggets side. We're going to talk plenty more about this game as we go on. I will lay the three uh, with the Suns today on the road at Denver. I think this is probably the closeout spot. Uh, what we've seen very clearly in these playoffs is that when a team goes up two games, to none, especially the home team winning the first two games, it has been very hard to get anyone to bet the favorite uh, when it comes to that uh, team that's down 2-0 in the third game. And look what the Nuggets put out there against the Suns in game three. This looks like a team that has used up the reserves uh, at this point and doesn't have a lot left to offer. And I know we're going to get into that a little bit deeper as we roll along here. Also going to have Tampa Bay and the New York Islanders getting going in one of the National Hockey League Stanley Cup semifinals today. This play is as much about price as it is about where I see this game going. The over on five and a half is plus 120. I'm not getting drawn in so much by what I saw out of the Islanders in the series against the Boston Bruins, in which the Islanders scored quite a bit. Uh, the Bruins defense core was thin. Tuka Rask was clearly not healthy, and the Bruins didn't really have another goaltending option. What I'm playing on here is that early on in these series tends to be when these teams are feeling each other out a little bit and when you still have a little bit of element of surprise available to you. And Tampa Bay is a sterling offensive team. They played really good defensively against Carolina, but Carolina was not one of the higher scoring teams in the league all along. Uh, I will play on the idea here that I'm going to get plus money on the Tampa Bay offense and an Islanders offense that while it might not have been as good as what we saw against the Boston Bruins, then you can clearly look at the Islanders and see the fact that once they made the additions of Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac from the New Jersey Devils, they gave the team some depth and they gave them a couple of lines that can make a difference for them on the offensive end of the ice. So at plus 120 over five and a half, uh, that's where I'm going to head with the New York Islanders today against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That game is a 3.08 p.m. Eastern start from Tampa Bay. This is VEASAN's Betting Across America, live from Las Vegas and Denver, Colorado. Adam Candy here at the South Point. James Salinas is in Denver. Stay tuned with us uh, in the next hour. Our NBA expert, Jonathan Von Tobel, will join the show. John will talk through both of the NBA games today. Of course, we also have the Nets and the Bucks, in addition to what we just talked about there with the Suns and the Nuggets. Uh, let's get into that Bucks game, James, and talk a little bit about what we can expect from the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, 
Game three, as I alluded to earlier, was not one that they're going to hang in the Louvre. Uh, this was a game where neither team breaks 90 points. You have the Nets today laying two in Milwaukee, 3.05 p.m. Eastern start, total of 228. Your overall thoughts, James, on where we are in this series with Brooklyn up two games to one. I think we saw game three, Adam, really play to what sometimes we see playoff basketball turn into, which is get it to your best players, get it to your all-stars, and and let them do their thing and let them really isolate one-on-one and or ball screen offense. And it's really pretty basic basketball. And I think we saw that out of both teams. And really the offense got stagnant because there was no movement off the ball, whether it was the Nets and, and KD and or Kyrie facilitating their own shots and the other side with Milwaukee. Now Middleton had a great game in game three and Giannis did fine too as far as the scoring standpoint goes but everybody else kind of just were spectators out there on the floor so not a lot of flow offensively not a lot of movement and I think that's what uh, uh, can we see that again here in game or game four I kind of suspect we will Adam I just feel like this is where this series now is starting to go in particular there in Milwaukee and I think first quarter for Milwaukee blitzkrieg for them 30 to 11 Big lead, 19-point lead after one quarter. Everything was aggressive to the rim. Now, Middleton had a lot of open threes because of some of the aggressiveness for the Bucks to get to the basket and, and kicking it out for some open shots. But then as the game progressed, we started to see, in particular for Giannis, the shots started coming further and further away from the basket. And the fact that Giannis is not a three-point shooter, he's not a shooter to begin with, let alone from three, he took eight three-point attempts in that game only made one of them. And sometimes you start to see fatigue set in with players and it takes effort and it takes work. And that's what Giannis has to do. A lot of it is he's facilitating the offense and it is ISO basketball and he's trying to drive to the rim, but they start cutting off those driving lanes from the help side and he starts getting further and further away from the basket when it comes to his shot selection. Are we going to see eight three-point attempts for Giannis tonight. I suspect not, but are we going to continue to see Giannis really facilitating this offense when he gets the basketball and kind of clear out and one-on-one where the other four are kind of just watching and being a spectator? I suspect we will. So if anything, I'd probably be looking. I haven't gotten involved with this game yet, Adam, but if anything, I'd probably be looking at the total, which continues to tick down. Early in the series, it was up around 233, 234. Right now, it's ticking down again. It was at 229 earlier. Now it's at 227 and a half. Maybe we missed the best number here, but I suspect that's going to be kind of indicative of the pace of play where it's going to be a lot of ISO ball and a lot of standing around and watching. So part of the reason that I discussed earlier, the idea of you're not going to make a lot of money betting favorites on the road consistently is how I've had to talk myself out of this game uh, because the spot feels very obvious to me for the Nets uh, laying two. There are things that John Von Tobel likes to talk to us about when it comes to the NBA, and he talks about sustainability. Are these things that can happen again? Is Brooklyn going to shoot 8 of 32 from three-point range again? Um, Maybe you can make a case that without James Harden that's possible, but I don't see Joe Harris going 1 of 7 from three again. Uh, I don't see Kyrie Irving going 2 of 8 from three again. The the Bucs managed to win this game with two quarters of less than 20 points. And is that sustainable against this Brooklyn team? Even minus James Harden, 83 points is an abomination for the Brooklyn Nets. So 
the spot feels very obvious to me for Brooklyn. I'll be curious to get uh, John's take uh, coming up later here. But Milwaukee also shot 6 of 31 from three-point range and won the game. And you say to yourself, can Milwaukee do all the things that it did in this game? 38% from the floor, 19% from three, 63% from the line. If you do that consistently against this Brooklyn offense, are you going to be able to win games? And frankly, the Bucs probably should be down 3-0 right now, but you saw the lack of depth on this Nets roster really come back to hurt them, James. They did not have the bench scoring. Uh, they only had seven points coming off the pine, and they really did not get the contributions they needed outside of the big two that they have. I think you could say the same for the Milwaukee Bucks off their bench. No production to speak of. Six points collectively from the Bucks bench in game three. And yeah, they're not going to go to the bench. I mean, both teams, obviously, it's a pivotal game. Anytime you're two to one in the series and it's game four here, uh, that you're going to lean on your all-stars and your superstars and both teams as and for the Nets, for sure, when you're talking about KD, when you're talking about KD and Kyrie. But what I'm curious to see, and this was something that didn't make any sense to me when they it was late in the game, what, 20-some-odd seconds left where the Nets were up a bat or up a point, and Kyrie was in the backcourt, not involved in that shot, didn't understand what we were looking at from Coach Nash to put out there as far as the set goes. You're talking to your 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 uh, slob players sideline out of bounds play. I don't suspect we're going to see that again, where Brown is the one setting the screen to get the basketball, which they kind of fumbled around and took a bad shot uh, that allowed the Bucks to be able to go and take the lead late in that game. Now, looking at the other side here too, with the Bucks, uh, who's going to? We we talk about the we talked about the the lack of flow offensively. Both the Bucks, Bucks had 34 made field goals. Only 12 were assisted. So kind of speaks to the point. It was a lot of ISOs. Kind of similar what we saw out of the Nets. 34 made baskets as well. 15 assisted. So are we going to see more flow? Will we see, in particular, Drew Holiday get more engaged in the offense, more of a facilitator here as opposed to a scorer? He has not been shooting the ball well in this series, was 4 of 14 in game three. What are we going to see out of the backcourt, in particular for the Bucks when we're talking about Holiday? Right now, I, I'm kind of with you. It seems obvious this is the spot for the Nets here. Lean on Kyrie, lean on KD. They can carry a team in any environment, and in this case, going into Milwaukee. I feel I'm there with you too, but for whatever reason, I just can't pull the trigger on this game, even though they are the short favorite, short favorite sitting at two. I even see some one and a halfs out here, as a matter of fact, in Colorado, Adam. I just haven't been able to pull the trigger on this game yet. So with how you're feeling about this game, James, and again, I think we're in the same spot here. When you look at the series prices that are on these two teams, Brooklyn minus 375 now, Milwaukee three to one. I know you've already made your investment in terms of how many games the series will go, et cetera. But if you were coming into this fresh right now, how would you be looking at these series prices? I think if you're thinking it's going to be the Nets to win this game, then instead of laying that that money line price or the lay in the two, right now the money line is yeah, sitting around a dollar forty plus one ninety to win in five. I think if the Nets win today, they're going to close this series out in five games. And yeah, for me, I'm already vested. I have the Nets in six plus four hundred, the Nets in seven plus three fifty. 
I'm not really loving my position right now or where I'm like like the fact that the Nets are in the are, are in the lead in this series obviously but needed that game for the Bucks to win one game at home but now I feel like I got to have this game with the Bucks here in game 4 for either that 6 or 7 series bet for the Nets to come in but if you're looking at the Nets, I think instead of laying the dollar forty, I just suspect Adam. Don't you think that if the Nets win today, that they will close out in five games at home? And if you're going to get plus one ninety right now, where I see some of these uh, exact prices when it comes to the series games for the Nets to close out in five, I just can't see if the Nets win today. I just can't see the Bucks being able to go down 3-1, back to Brooklyn and win that game. I think that might be a better way to go. I don't think I'm going to do it but because I'm already vested in the series, but that might be the way that I'm looking at it if you think the Nets are going to win. And I still do think the Nets are going to win, but I just can't pull the trigger even though it's laying just a, a point and a half or two. Well, I think this is something that I wanted to make an, a point of here is to say we talk a lot about, yes, I lean this way. Yes, I like this pick. The, there are times that we're looking at something and we analyze it the same way we've analyzed it however many times before. And there's enough information there for you to say, I'm, I can't do this. I, I need to be able to lay off this because I look at that game and I see a final of 86 to 83. And there's variance of such a degree to that. There is a game that is such an outlier from the, what we've expected from these two teams that I can't just go back to my pre-series handicap. I can't just look at the way I saw these games going, these high scoring affairs in which the Nets go out there and shoot the lights out. Like it's obvious that, that you can have an off night like this, right? So I don't necessarily want Brooklyn in this spot to your point. I agree with you. If you see Brooklyn winning this game, I absolutely would be playing that plus 190 because what has Milwaukee shown you thus far in this series that could sustainably beat the Nets? And the answer is very, very little. On the other side of the country, the Suns and the Nuggets out with you in Denver. Phoenix looking to close the series out. They've won the first three. The Suns are laying three. Total 221 and a half. Uh, James, as we mentioned earlier, what we've seen a lot in these playoffs is the team down 2-0, goes home, they rally up, they get the job done. Uh, the Nuggets seem to me to be at a deficit to the Suns in terms of talent that is going to be difficult to overcome. However, this is still a very tight spread here with the Suns laying three. The backcourt is obviously where Chris Paul is just feasting right now on the backups that are starting for the Nuggets. You're talking about Compazzo as well as Rivers. Rivers wasn't even on the ball club a couple months ago, and Compazzo was really just brought over. From, he came from South America really just to come in and do spot minutes off the bench, bring a little energy and a little feistiness out there defensively. But with those guys having to be in this starting lineup because of injuries, namely obviously because Jamal Jamal Murray is out. I think that's where you knew that was going to catch up to the Nuggets at some point, but the fact that's one thing on the offensive side, but it's really been the defensive side that has been such a struggle for Denver in that backcourt. Chris Paul is getting whatever he wants, wherever he wants on the floor, whether it's through the ball screen offense that he gets to that kind of free throw line extended jumper that he likes and or facilitating facilitating and finding finding his teammates out there. He's got I think he's got 34 assists and just three turnovers 
through the first three games in this series. Clearly, Chris Paul is dialed in against this Nuggets defense. And Adam, I don't know what adjustments Michael Malone can make in that backcourt. He really can't, unless it's going to be more minutes for for Monte Morris, who now is starting to get he's, he's healthy again. He's back out on the court. He's been playing very well. He definitely played well in game three. He's He went for 30 minutes, had 21 points, 8 out of 12 from the floor, as well as, I think, Will Barton. So that's what I want to see here, Adam, is what adjustments is Michael Mo- – what is he going to do to his starting lineup? I, I've been – not the fact – I think about Michael Porter Jr. and defensively what a liability he has been for this Nuggets team, not only from a one-on-one standpoint, but a team a – team, collective team defensive concept, really just not a lot of awareness out there on the floor. And then I think Chris Paul has really been he – know, he knows that, and he's been picking on him, whether he's bringing him in to ball screens to, to see how he's going to respond or, or react to defending a ball screen and or if he's got isolation, whoever Porter Jr is guarding Chris Paul is finding his 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 teammate to go against Porter Jr. I just wonder how many minutes are we going to see out of Porter Jr. That's what I want to see. Do we even see him in the starting lineup or do we see Will Barton today? And if you want, don't want to get closed out at home, yeah, they're not going to win this series, but no team wants to get swept and definitely get swept on your own home court here four games to zero. That's the move that I think needs to be made. Will that be made? I don't know, but I'm gonna. That's where I'm probably just gonna get involved in game. And the only way I'll get involved in game with backing the Nuggets here is if Michael Porter Jr. does not start. Have to see that play out first once tip off goes. Part of where I'm going with my play on the Suns, James, goes to what you just talked about with the defensive end of the floor. This is a Suns team that is very comfortable playing a slower-paced half-court game. You saw against the Lakers, they weren't flying up and down the court. Part of that was the Chris Paul injury, yes, but they were very happy to settle into the half-court, work the pick-and-roll, get the ball down low to DeAndre Ayton when the opportunity presented itself, get it out for three-point shots. Suns in this series have gone 122, 123, 116. The defense is not there for Denver Nuggets, and whether that is disinterest or inability of Michael Porter Jr., whether that is just the fact that they are short, that they just do not have the horses, even with Will Barton back into the lineup and making a reasonable contribution to this team. You just went out there in a game when Jokic went 32-20-10 and and were never competitive. That was not a game at any point uh, that I thought that the Nuggets were truly threatening uh, to win the ball game. So uh, the way the Suns are going right now, they are getting the contributions off the bench. You get nine out of Payne, seven out of Saric, the entire starting lineup in double figures. Uh, as you just said, Michael Malone at this point probably has a calculation to make on a guy like Michael Porter Jr. that is this. If you choose not to start him today, you're probably not coming back in this series anyway, right? You're not going to win four straight games against this Phoenix Suns team. And Michael Porter Jr. has proven that his head is not always in the right place. Do you risk more damage to your relationship with Michael Porter Jr. long-term if you're Michael Malone by keeping him out of the starting lineup to try to win one game today when you're probably going to get closed out in Phoenix in game five? That's the calculation that I look at and say, I think Malone is kind of damned if he does and damned if he doesn't here either way with the difference in what these two teams have available to them. So Suns and Nuggets, that is an 8.05 p.m. Eastern start. Again, the total 221 and a half on Phoenix and Denver. Uh, Baseball games underway as we speak right now. Phillies and the Yankees. Uh, Phillies have a man on first with nobody out against Domingo Herman. The Phillies won in extra innings yesterday. 
against the New York Yankees by a final of 8-7. to seven. Plenty more baseball. We'll keep you updated on James' plays from earlier. I know he has one more in one of the later games today that we're going to chat about as well. When we come back and get in-depth with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders as they kick off the final four in the National Hockey League. Thanks for spending part of your Sunday afternoon with us here on Betting Across America from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Betting Across America is live from Las Vegas and Denver. It is presented by BetMGM. I'm Adam Candy, joined by James Salinas in Colorado. And James, we did not get the appropriate memos out to the uh, out to the Marlins and out to the Giants. Uh, both teams have gotten off to a slow start here today. Braves with the two nothing lead over the 
uh, Marlins here in the first, and the Nationals have a run as well. In fact, they're scoring all over baseball. one nothing Phillies over the Giants, uh, excuse me, over the Yankees as well. And the Blue Jays have put a four spot up against the Red Sox early, and it is 4 nothing for Toronto. Uh, elsewhere, the Rockies and the Reds, Colorado up one nothing. Padres with a one nothing lead over the New York Mets in the first inning. Speaking of New York, the Islanders, the toast of the Nassau Coliseum, get going today down in Tampa against the Lightning. Stanley Cup semifinals. Lightning, as was expected, are big favorites, not as big a favorites as Vegas on the other side, but series favorites of minus 275. Isles plus 220. Today's game, it is the Lightning and an even $2 favorite, plus 180 on the Islanders. Total five and a half, plus 120 to the over I mentioned earlier is where I am headed with this one, 3.08 p.m. Eastern starts. Uh, James, I know you've been getting interested in some of the series prices when it comes to these NHL playoffs. Is there anything you've done with the Lightning and the Islanders? I haven't gotten involved with this series as of yet, whether it's series and or this first game. And maybe it's you talked about it earlier in the last segment. Uh, the the feeling out process uh, these both these teams know each other it's a rematch from last year in a sense Eastern Conference final which we can just call it is very similar step circumstances this year as well basically to get to the Stanley Cup Finals uh, but the biggest difference was yeah there were some injuries for Tampa we know that last year but there was also no home ice advantage and I think that's where I'm kind of I, I I really like this team for the Islanders I was able to cash a couple tickets as dogs both in Game Five and Game Six to close out that series against the Bruins and there's just some teams and I'm not a fan of any team I'm a fan of whoever I'm betting on and that's who I'm rooting for today and thinking about the Islanders and and I am a fan of players and I am a fan of coaches and I think for Barry Trotz this is just one of those coaches that I tend to gravitate towards and especially when I look at betting underdogs which is really what anytime I'm looking at any kind of game that's the first place I go where am I at with the underdog what is that number and in this case here pretty hefty number for game one here for the Islanders as well as this series and so I, I'm i not really sure where I want to go with this I may just lay off completely Adam and just get an assessment of this first game and the feeling out process like you had mentioned before uh, but looking at exact series prices the correct score of the series I just feel like this is going to be a series that is going to be a very competitive series and it's going to be a long series uh, it's not something where I want to get involved with the lightning to win and close out on the road, say in game six in Nassau Coliseum, because it has been such a home ice advantage so far the last handful, especially in that Boston Bruins series. And I think we're seeing more and more capacity going into Nassau Coliseum here. Looking at the Islanders at six games plus 700, I know it's, it's, it's thinking about the Islanders. If they're going to win this game or they're going to win the series, I like them to be able to close out at home. I don't like them to go on the road in seven games and win in Tampa. But at plus 700, like I said, I haven't put anything yet. No investment as of now. But something about this Islanders team really love the chemistry and the toughness about this team. And if they happen to be in that position like they were against the Bruins, uh, winning in six games at home to close out plus 700 is pretty juicy. I would keep in mind something here when you talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is not the same team that you saw through the regular season. In Reintroducing Kucherov, reintroducing Stamkos, getting them back to a full lineup has made them 
more dangerous offensively than they have been at any other point this year. And Dougie Hamilton, defenseman for Carolina, talked about it after the series and a little, little bit of salt to him when he said, yeah, they're $18 million over the cap right now, uh, which in the NHL is a significant amount over an $80-plus million cap because they have so much talent that was injured all year that they've brought back. Offensively, this is a juggernaut. That being said, I like what you're thinking here, James, because I think plus 180 is probably a little bit too long on the Islanders. Uh, you see where this thing opened at 160 on the Islanders. You can get as low as minus 185 on Tampa if you want it. Obviously, that 180 is hanging out there on the Islanders. But overall, I, I think I need to see this one. Uh, I need to sit back. Actually, we see the Lightning come back to minus 190 here at the South Point. So. A uh, little buyback there for the New York Islanders down plus 175. I need to see a little bit more uh, before I get involved in the side on this series, but I do like my position where I am on the plus money on the over. More NHL, Vegas, and Montreal. There's a hockey matchup for you when we come back on Visa. any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander and Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Betting across America is live from Las Vegas and Denver, Colorado. Lots of scoring in the early baseball games, NBA, NHL playoffs coming up later on today. Tomorrow, we will drop the puck on the Vegas Golden Knights and the Montreal Canadiens. And James, I think, think this is one of those places where we're going to test out some commonly held wisdom that might not necessarily hold up to the numbers. Uh, Montreal is a hot team, which I'll put in. Big air quotes, a very hot team, whereas the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, they just outlasted a team that was thought to be the best in the NHL by many, including myself. Uh, and they are now in great position here against the team that finished fourth in the North Division this year. However, Montreal Canadiens are finally starting to see the uh, puck luck and the analytics kind of turn their direction a bit. They start tomorrow night, 9.08 Eastern, here in Vegas. Golden Knights are huge favorites, minus 280, plus 240 on the Canadiens. Five and a half is your total, and the series prices are even bigger. Vegas, a 5-1 to one favorite in this series. Montreal, plus 375. James, I know you said you had not chosen to do anything with the series price on the Islanders and the Lightning. How about with Vegas and Montreal? I think to just win the series, that's way too big a price. You're talking five dollars here for. Uh, why did the Canadians even bother to show up in that in this case, right? I mean, it's, it's clearly the the Vegas Golden Knights are moving on to the Stanley Cup final. But you know, you talked about the where the how hot 
the Canadians have been, and I think they're relishing the underdog role. Underdogs in each of their series leading up to this series against Vegas. And and here, a team that's, yeah, playing very well, playing hot, and they are a little banged up. And I think that's, if, if there was a game that I might get involved, it might be this first game. Not so much that there's a letdown from Vegas, and this is not the same scenario that it was game one going into Denver for that Avalanche series. Uh, quick turnaround from a, a, you know, a grueling seven game series emotional win that you closed out that game on a Friday night at home quick turnaround flying out to flying out to Denver and playing less than 48 hours later but I think here uh, it's maybe it's with the the now with the Golden Knights being such a big favorite now it's a different position for Vegas and I think they kind of relished that role and really took that to heart the fact that they were such a significant underdog to the avalanche in that series they were clearly the better team they were the tougher team physically they were the tougher team mentally they were the deeper team overall and then Fleury is a terrific goaltender back there now you're the big favorite and is there a sense of and this sense of uh, not so much that they're overconfident here, but looking at this matchup, I don't think this was the matchup that we intended to see here when it came to the Knights maybe so being in this position, but not the Canadians. I haven't gotten involved here, and I'm definitely not going to lay $5 with the Knights to win the series. I like the Knights to win the series, but if I was going to do that, I'd be looking somewhere with a, a price maybe within four in six games plus 350 I don't know. Do you think this series, how long do you think this series is going to go? Do you favor the Knights in this series? Obviously Vegas does laying $5, but do you favor the Knights in this series to close out in a certain, whether it's five games, six games or seven games? How long do you think this series is going to go, Adam? I think there's some math, James, that you have to do with this here, where you look at Montreal at plus 375, and then you look at those prices on Canadians to win four to two and Canadians to win four to three, and you realize you're essentially getting a slightly worse price to play the series price, factoring in the small, small chance of a sweep or a 4-1 win for the Canadians. Whereas in reality, if you were to bet both that 4-2 and 4-3 at the same uh, unit size, you're essentially locking in uh, slightly less than, or I should say slightly more than what you're getting out of Montreal, plus 375. So, um, I think if I were going to bet it, I would be betting 4-2 and 4-3 if I really like Montreal. And I do actually like Montreal at the prices in this series. Um, this is too much. And this is a Vegas team that realized was nearly a $2 uh, dog at the beginning of the series against Colorado. To move to this level of favorite against the Montreal team that has a red-hot goaltender in Carey Price, keep in mind, it's all small sample size in the playoffs. It's all can you find a way to steal a couple of games and see how the chips fall after that. Uh, I like the price on Montreal. Do I favor Vegas in the series? Absolutely, I favor Vegas in the series. It's impossible not to after the way they just played against the Avalanche. That being said, is this price too big on Montreal? Yeah, I, I think this price is far too big on Montreal, and I'm talking as someone who played the Golden Knights. I played the Golden Knights pre-series at plus 180 against the Avalanche. I played them after game one at plus 350. I played the game spread at plus two and a half after game one and game two. And I'm holding Golden Knights at nine to one to win the Stanley Cup. That's where they were after going down 2-0 to Colorado. I am a believer in the ability of this Vegas team. But if you just ask me in a vacuum, what do I think about this series? I think that Montreal has a better shot than plus 375 would suggest. And we have up at VEASAN.com right now the odds to win the Stanley Cup. The Golden Knights are almost down to even money, plus 115. Lightning plus 160. Isles at 6-1. to one. Canadians 
at 10 to 1. Uh, James, how do you think those prices to win the whole thing stack up with what we've talked about with these two series? Yeah, I don't know if there's if it's worth when you're talking about both the the Knights and or the Lightning being you know the really the Knights plus one fifteen to win the whole thing is really seems pretty short considering what if if it's the two favorites and it's the Lightning matching up against the Knights I'm not sure where that I, I, you got to think that the Lightning would be favored all things aside everybody stays healthy for both teams and then being the matchup you got to think the Lightning would be the favorite in that series slight favorite but still the defending champions would be the favorite in that series and thinking that the Knights are just getting plus 115 to win it do you get a better price? I'm not really sure where that price would lie, but I, I think here for this series with the Canadians, you talked about it. I think I'm going to wait and see. I, I want to get involved with the with the Canadians in Game One against the the Knights. Just kind of feeling like not so much the letdown spot, but now more of playing the role as a big favorite here. But I think there's some injuries that have some concern for me in this game one. I'm going to wait to see what we don't get a whole lot of transparency when it comes to injuries in the NHL, Adam. But thinking about a couple key defensemen, Petrie and Merrill probably won't play. And then Evans is probably still out on that front line who took that vicious hit against the Jets. But I kind of want to get involved with the Canadians plus a big price in that game one. Yeah, the Knights are not as dinged up as they have been. There are definitely some injuries with Montreal that are worth keeping an eye on. When we come back, we'll get you updated on everything going on in Major League Baseball. Lots of runs on the board and talk about some other exciting stuff as well here on Betting Across America from VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. $1 wager on the Nets or Bucks into 100 with BetMGM. If either team hits a three, just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Washington, D.C. only excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, Washington, D.C. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800 889 9789 in Indiana. Call 1 800 9 with it. This promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back. Betting across America continues from Las Vegas and Colorado. Stay with us in about 15 minutes. Our man, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, will join to talk over what's going on today with the Nets and the Bucks, as well as the Suns and the Nuggets. Uh, first, we want to get you updated on Major League Baseball before we head anywhere else with our discussion today. Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Yankees. Phillies are up one nothing on the Yankees. Uh, threat going for them as well here in the bottom of the second with runners at the corners. Phillies are minus 315. Yankees coming back plus 240, total of eight. Nationals with a three-run Kyle Schwarber home run go out to a 4 nothing lead over the Giants. Total goes to 11 on the game, and the Giants to come back now plus 650. Padres up early on the New York Mets at City Field. That's in the bottom of the second inning. San Diego one nothing over the Mets. They are minus 240, plus 188 on New York. Total of seven. Reds and Rockies. Reds have answered that early. Rockies run 3-1 top of the third. Cincinnati with the lead. Total up to 11 and a half. And the Rockies are plus 350 to come back. Mariners have pushed two across against Shane Bieber for the Cleveland Indians. And that makes the Mariners a, a small favorite here. Bottom of the second inning, minus 124. Indians are even money coming back. That is a total of eight and a half. Uh, Martin Perez starts for the Red Sox and apparently had an early tee time to get to because he is already done after an inning and a third. Five nothing Toronto at Fenway. Total up to 14 live as the Red Sox are seven to one to come back. Braves up three to nothing on the Miami Marlins. Total up to ten now at that game, just in the top of the second. Marlins plus three seventy coming back. Orioles have a one nothing lead in Tampa. That one is just getting going. Bottom of the second. Total down to seven. And the Rays are even money to come back in that one. White Sox and the Tigers just underway. No score in that game. That one has now headed to the top of the third. Five and a half on the total. White Sox minus 141. And the Tigers plus 114. Pirates and the Brewers. Astros and the Twins getting going here in just about 20 minutes. The one thing I do like here, uh, Framber Valdez for the Astros. This price has moved out. 
Well, here on, I see that on the East Coast out to minus 159 on the Astros. You can still find it here in Vegas, uh, minus 145 on Valdez. Opened at about minus 125. Uh, he has been absolutely lights out since coming back from that broken finger that kept him out of the first couple months of the season. Uh, basically keeping everything on the ground or getting strikeouts. And that is a long-term formula for success here. Um, haven't played it. Probably we'll take a look on our next break just to see what the uh, price settles in at on the Astros. But total nine and a half with the Astros minus 150, Twins plus 140. James, you have anything here on either of these two baseball games that are about to get going? I don't. Looking at you talked about Valdez, and yeah, he has been absolutely, since he's come back in his last two starts, actually his last three starts, but really the last two starts here in June, uh, seven innings, both both. Both starts seven innings, and you you mentioned the strikeouts. Absolutely dominant in those two starts. 18 strikeouts, just two walks. And I think for Minnesota, that's if there's been a team that feels like that's been one of the disappointing teams this season, Minnesota Twins, I think, are going to be near the top of that list, if not at the top of that list, as well as the, the, inconsistency, the inconsistency that we've seen out of the Twins play, in particular, hitting the baseball. We know they're, they're, there's some issues going on with their starting rotation, and then Pineda is not one that I really want to back, although that number seems kind of big on the road here in favor of the Astros. Certainly does. I think it's a reflection of where the Twins team is right now. 26 and 39 uh, overall. Uh, it has been a rough season for them, but as you said, at home, plus 140, Pineda has been fairly effective for them. He's had a couple of clunkers against some of the worst teams in the league, and the surprising part for Michael Pineda. So that's what's coming up in Major League Baseball. Let's turn our attention here to the NFL. Some new props posted at BetMGM on week one starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And these are some fascinating discussions for us to have here, James. Let's start right in your backyard with the Denver Broncos. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Brett Rippon listed. And then, hmm, who is this any other not listed at plus 225? Um who could that be? Uh, maybe a guy who's working in Green Bay as of right now. Uh, James, what do you think when you look at this one? Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, both plus 160. Rodgers, 225. And Brett Rippon, 20 to 1. Maybe it's John Elway's going to step back onto the field <laughs> from the front office. I mean, I, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and so much talk about that. I Thinking about that real quick, I just can't see Green Bay doing that. I can't see them letting moving Aaron Rodgers, just an absolute PR nightmare from a fan standpoint there in Green Bay. And then it would feel like a, a complete, it would be mutiny on that team, especially on the offensive side for those players if they were moving Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. So let's just focus on Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. To me, it's got to be Bridgewater. Otherwise, why did you? If, if you liked Locke enough to be the starter, why would you have gone after Bridgewater to come in and have a quarterback competition, if that's what we want to call it? To me, it's Bridgewater's position to lose, and a veteran quarterback here, I don't see him losing it. I, I think for for Bridgewater, there was a reason why they went and got him, and it was not so much because this is the guy that's going to lead them to go be a contender in the AFC. It's more so they just another swing and miss for the aforementioned Elway, unfortunately, as far as where 
where they're drafting quarterbacks when we're talking about Drew Locke. And I, I think for Drew Locke, it's it's more so the way that he processes or lack of process what he sees down the field and his decision-making based on the coverages and not being able to read coverages and how committed is he to being a, a competent quarterback in this league. We haven't seen it now. You don't get a lot. Of, there's not a lot of time anymore for these young quarterbacks coming in. They don't get to carry the clipboard and, and get to learn from the, 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 the starter ahead of them. It's you get thrown in flushed in right away. And we saw a lock ups and downs, but a lot more downs than there were ups last year. And to me, it's gotta be Bridgewater plus plus one sixty. I don't want anything to do with drew lock being the starter for the Broncos in week one. Yeah. I don't like where this whole market is honestly on this, this bet, because I'm with you that I still think it's a dog for Aaron Rodgers to end up in Denver. I mean, for, don't get me wrong from the ticket I have from six months ago or five months ago, Broncos 75 to one to win the Super Bowl. I would love to see that, but uh, I don't think it's happening. Look, I'll keep this short because we have more to get to here. If the Broncos choose willingly to start Drew Locke in week one, fire everybody, shut down mile high field. Don't even let them play the season. There is no way that Drew Locke should be starting for this team uh, come next year. Bears, Andy Dalton, plus, uh, minus 225. Justin Fields, plus 170. The artist formerly known as Nick Foles is 20 to 1. Justin Fields, plus 170. You trade it up. You need to get past that debacle of a uh, of a draft day a few years back when they moved up a spot to go get Mitch Trubisky. That experiment, that is over. That was an experiment. That was just a, a complete miss when it came to drafting Trubisky. Now you move up to get fields. What are you waiting for if you're the Bears? What are you going to get out of Andy Dalton that that it's uh, th this whole, well, we're going to have the young guy learn from the veteran starter. That's not happening in this league anymore. You see these young quarterbacks get thrust in right away. And in this case, we're with Justin Fields. Why would you wait if you're the Chicago Bears? This is who you wanted. He's going to be the face of he's going to be the leader of that offense. He is the, going to be the face of this franchise going forward at the quarterback position. What are you going to wait around for week one to put Dalton out there and then have all the distractions and all the talk about when is Justin Fields going to see the field? I know we, we, we know what we're going to see out of Andy Dalton. What we want to see as far as if you're a Chicago Bears fan and they're going to be calling for it is put the young fella out there. I don't know why they wait. I'd be looking at Justin Fields plus 170 as opposed to Dalton laying two and a quarter for him to start week one. We're going to carry this discussion over and have a little bit more of it later on, but let's get to the Patriots before we get out of here. Cam Newton minus 200, Mac Jones plus 170. We don't need to talk about Stidham and Hoyer. Um, I have a very hard time seeing Bill Belichick starting a rookie quarterback in week one. How about you? I agree. Um, there, there's a reason why, even though we saw the the better days for Cam Newton are far behind him and did not look well last year, but now he's got a full off season to work with, with the Patriots and, and that offense here. And yeah, I'm right there with you. I can't see him unless Newton gets injured. I know he hit his hand, I think in OTAs, uh, but unless he gets injured, he will be the starter come week one. Yeah. I don't think there's really any question about that one. In fact, it almost surprises me as we look at these prices and you're evaluating what you see between, let's just say, a Cam Newton and an Andy Dalton. Uh, I think you should be looking at Cam Newton probably being closer to three to one than two to one to be the starting quarterback week one because you can talk about injuries. But once we start talking about injuries, we could be talking about any price on any prop anywhere uh, when it comes to comparing two players. So you see that right there. And. Uh, I, I don't see a lot of ways to get Mac Jones into the starting lineup, especially for a team in the Patriots that 
granted was in a position to trade, you know, to, uh, I should say, draft him in the middle of that round. But this is a team that expects to compete for a playoff spot this year. Uh, they, they are still a team that thinks they have a significant enough amount of pieces coming back on defense to be competitive. And I can't see Bill Belichick uh, throwing Mac Jones into that mix. We didn't get to the Saints of the 49ers later on in the show. Uh, we will talk about Jameis Winston versus Jimmy Garoppolo and how the prices are set up for those two guys. I don't necessarily agree with the way that that's lined up, but uh, more to come on that one in a moment. Jonathan Von Tobel joins us on the other side to get us ready for the NBA playoffs here on Betting Across America from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.